Today I want to talk about your kids. I'm a parent. I have a son. He's uh, 23 years old. Very good kid. I've been blessed. Takes after his mother. Many of you that I've met have much larger families. Although it's funny, the only child's a little bit more, the, well, it's less rare today. He's actually dating a girl who's an only child as well. So interesting chemistry there. Two children never had to be taught to share. <laughs> But no, I want to talk about your children because there's a couple of different stages, particularly when they get to the adult age, that can affect your personal finances. So right now, look, if, you're, if your children are very young, your job obviously is to do everything you can to raise them to be self-reliant people. The best advice I can give you is to spend more time than money on them because time will be the greatest influence that you can have on them, the time that you spend with them. They're going to remember that far more than the cash that you spent on them. And I think that it will also allow you to free up your cash for the future. Because the greatest gift, in my opinion, that you can give your adult children is your own personal self-reliance, that you don't have to go to your, your children for help. I've seen it happen many times where parents have had to do that. It's extremely painful to do for all of the reasons you, you can imagine. When your children enter adulthood, there's a tendency sometimes for us as parents to continue to want to be parents. Now, I'm not talking about in matters of counsel. I think that, you know, it's, it's actually a, uh, a great time to counsel your kids and um, because they now look at you as knowing what you're knowing what you're talking about. Whereas when they're children, there's a tendency for them to say, oh, mom, dad, you don't know what you're talking about at all. But now when you're adults, they will look back at you and they'll say, you know what, you were right about that. And hopefully you've, you've had that experience. I know I have. And um, it's not rewarding because I always knew I was right to begin with. <laughs> but it, it, you know, counsel is very important. Where I become a little bit more concerned, though, is when it comes to matters of money. Because I've seen parents assist their adult children in ways financially that have ultimately come back to really hurt the parents and have cost them that level of self-reliance. The third stage, though, occurs when mom and dad are now getting to a point in life where they are pretty much set. Kids are grown. There is no financial need anywhere along the way. But, you know, mom and dad are getting older and mom and dad are not going to live forever. And someday they are going to pass and their assets will, in most cases, be distributed to their children. And I have found over the years that this is a difficult discussion for a lot of parents to have with their kids. And it's actually difficult for the kids to have it with their parents. They don't like talking about it. I kind of equate it to having the discussion about the facts of life. I joke a lot that you know I was thrilled when I saw the detail that my son's school was going to provide in explaining human biology to my son when he was in the fifth grade. I thought, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Saved me from a difficult discussion. Although, parent, we were always told, you know, the days it was going to happen and we should make time with our kids and see if they had questions. And You can imagine how embarrassed my son was that he did not want to have any discussion with it at all. So he assured me he had no questions. So they have the internet today, I guess. But now, seriously, um, the fact that the school precipitated that discussion was very, very helpful. And I'm sure in a lot of families where there was no intent at all to have such a discussion, it was, uh, it was even better received. But we get into this, this point now where we get older, people in our 70s, get into our 80s, whatever the case might be. 
we need to have this discussion about the end of life. So the first one was about the creation of life. Now we need to have a discussion about the end of life. Your adult children, assuming they are heirs, need to have an understanding of your situation, need to understand the role that they will play, particularly if things like powers of attorney are to be triggered, how the distribution of assets works, the taxation implications, etc. They need to understand how this money might affect them in their life, or maybe in some cases, the lack of money. Now, of course, I'm assuming that in, in such a case, there's uh, everybody's amicable. Obviously, if somebody was looking to uh, disinherit a family member, there would obviously be no reason for any such discussion. But if it's a matter of making sure that assets get distributed properly, quickly, cost-effectively, that discussion should be had. And it should be had while mom and dad are still lucid. Because every time I've had these discussions and we bring in a family together, we like to call it our generations meeting. And every time we have had these meetings, there has always been changes made to the estate plan. Sometimes it's because some children desire to inherit a certain asset while others do not. Real estate's a, a big one. In fact, I encourage in matters of real estate that only one children inherit the real estate. And you make adjustments elsewhere because... Real estate is a real pain in the neck when you have multiple owners, especially when they're arguing over who gets to use what and who has to pay for what. Much better off just giving. If somebody really likes the, the beach house, give it to them. Make it an understanding that they'll let their brothers and sisters use it a couple weeks a year, whatever. But um, I think that that works a lot better. And there's other things as well. So that discussion needs to be had. And when that discussion's over, changes need to be made that goes forward. So we, we call it generations. It's Again, it's a full-day meeting. And if you've never had this meeting, if you're a client of ours, please bring it up. I usually invite about five people a year to have it because it is a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. Not everybody's children are local, but we'll go where, the, where they are. If you're having a family gathering in Florida, I will make the arrangements for me to go down there and have that meeting with you and your family. Certainly, we can use technology to help us out as well, but there's nothing like that face-to-face that works. I'm a big believer in that, and there's huge benefits to that, particularly when we're talking about something as sensitive as the future loss of a parent. You want to have these discussions. Don't ignore these discussions. Make sure that they know where things are, that they know who you work with. At the very least, you have a phone number. You know, I often say at the end of these generations meetings, look, if you just have my number in your cell phone, we've solved a lot today. Now, I'd like to go beyond that, but if that's what it comes to, fine, just so they know where to go, what the issues are, what your feelings are, etc. So have those meetings, have that family discussion. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about the actual structure of the meeting, the way that we do it, the topics that we discuss, all that, be more than happy to talk to you about that. Uh, you can reach me a number of different ways. You can either call me, area code 513 Five six three seven five two six. That's five one three five six three plan. The word plan P L A N. Or you can email me Dan at matsonandcapril.com, and I'll be more than happy to um, sit down with you and uh, show you what we do, how we do it, and the generations is a big part of what we do with our clients. So more than anything else, though, folks, have this discussion. Let me give you one other tip that I think helps a lot, and we have every one of our clients do this as they do the generations program. Because I think it's an awesome gift that you can give your, your children, grandchildren. Spend a little time recording yourself talking about your life. 
yourself. You have a cell phone, just hit the record button on your cell phone. It creates a great digital file. Maybe get some old photo albums out if you want to jar your memory a little bit. But talk to the future generations about life, what life was like growing up when you were a child. I mean, I can only imagine what me telling my grandchildren and great-grandchildren, who I may never meet, what life was like growing up in the 60s and 70s in New York. You know, completely different world than uh, what they will be used to. But it would be so cool if I could get that recording of my great-grandfather when he was coming over from Ireland. I mean, how awesome would that be to have that? Well, I won't have it, but your grandchildrens can. So do that. Have that recording. Don't worry about making it polished or anything like that. It's your voice. Have a conversation with the future generation and uh, work it uh, there. If you're a client of ours, we actually do this, and we'll put music on it. We'll edit it. It's really quite nice what, what comes out at the end of the day. So if you want to learn more about generations, like I said, reach out to me. Dan at matsoncapril.com or code 513-563-PLAN. That's 513-563-7526. And thank you for listening to another episode of Solving the Financial Puzzle podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Solving the Financial Puzzle. If you want to find out more about Dan Capril or about today's topic, visit matsoncapril.com. And be sure to join us for the next edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.